Hello, welcome to What Theatre Means to Me. My name is Todd Dugan. I'm a musical theatre performer, producer and podcaster. And in this podcast, I chat to actors and creatives about their theatre journeys so far, their career highs and career lows, and what theatre really means to them. In this episode, I chat to my lovely friend, Poppy Joy. Poppy graduated from Trinity Laban, so we talk a lot about that. We talk about creating your own work and the importance of creating your own work. And we get a little nerdy towards the end about theatre. So this is a really lovely episode. I'm really excited for you to hear it. Just a little apology, there is a little bit of background noise throughout it. We decided to record it somewhere I thought would be nice and quiet, and it didn't end up being like that. So apologies, but you can still hear everything. So yeah, that's the intro. I very much hope you enjoy this one. This is what theatre means to Poppy Talk. Hello, welcome to What Theatre Means to Me. My name is Todd Dugan and I'm joined today by the lovely Poppy Joy. Hi Poppy. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Lush. So my first question to you is, what was the first thing you remember seeing at the theatre? Um, so I grew up in Coventry, um, and so I went to the Warwick Arts Centre quite a lot. I don't yes. know if you've been. I have, no, I've not been actually. I thought I had, but no. Um, but yeah, so I've been to the Warwick Arts Centre quite a lot, and they used to do like quite a lot of kids shows. Yeah. So in primary school, we went to go and see quite a few ones. But the one that stood out for me, <laughs> I can remember, is something a bit wacky, which is called like the Emperor's New Kilt. Right. And it was just absolutely nuts, is what I remember. And they were all absolutely crazy on stage. And we found it absolutely hysterical. Obviously, at primary school age, it's yeah. kind of perfect age to start watching theatre. But, yeah. I love that. So, was that a point when you watched... Was it a point where you were like, oh, I want to pursue this as a career from there or was there was that a lot later down the line I think yeah quite a lot later down the line because at that age I think I went through quite a few different ideas of what I would do as a job it was actually quite funny I thought I was going to be a marine biologist for a while um, but I realized that was just because I wanted to swim with dolphins Um, (laughs) so I thought actually I probably should pick a job that I actually want to do not just to swim with dolphins um I wanted to be a composer at one stage. Nice. Um, yeah, a few different things. An author. Um, but yeah, then obviously later on was like, oh, I think, I think acting might be what I want to do. Um, but yeah, I think that wasn't until secondary school yeah. when I started doing like the school shows and stuff. And I was like, hmm, yeah. maybe I quite want to do this for a job. That's nice. Um, but yeah. Was that... Um what show did you do at school? Was there a specific show that you were like, actually, I could see myself doing this in the future? And um, yeah, we did a few different kind of musicals. Um, the first one I did was Kiss Me Kate. Nice. I was just in the ensemble, and I was more of a dancer then because I did dance lessons growing up. I absolutely loved it. It was really silly and fun, and that's still one of my favourite musicals. Yeah. It's such a good one. Um, but then after that, we did Oliver, and we did Sound of Music, and I got to play little Mrs. Sowerbury and Oliver, nice. which Aww. is very fun. I remember getting th- water thrown at me, which was, you know, pretty hysterical. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Sound of Music, I got to be Maria, which yeah. was really lovely. Yeah. yeah, I think it was probably around then that I was like, oh, I think maybe this is what I'd quite like to do. Um, 
yeah, I've al- I'd always been more of a singer and a dancer, um, but I was like doing GCSE drama at the time yeah. and kind of thinking that this was, yeah, it fit well to me. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, that's nice. That's brilliant. So from secondary school and then moving into drama school, how did you sort of get bridge that gap? How did you find out about drama schools and get into that kind of world from seeing it as a hobby to seeing it as a career? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> uh, so we, in our final year, was it my final year? It was at the start of sixth form, I think. We did the Fringe Festival, which was nice. really fun. We did a little oh. musical. Um, so I think through that I was like, oh, this is actually something I could do more frequently and not too difficult either. Yeah. Um, but I did a lot of research of my own because, you know, when you're at school it's very difficult um, to kind of gauge because they do all the uni kind of application days and none of them are arts obviously because no. they're all like oh please go and be a doctor and join the army and I was like I can't do any of those things <laughs> I've not got the smarts for that um, but yeah so I think I did quite a lot of my own research and it wasn't really open days it was more online stuff to kind of like see what they were about Yeah. and then yeah just went to the auditions with my ill prepared work <laughs> and was like yeah this will be good um but yeah it was really fun but scary because I mean I've always struggled with kind of being nervous and stuff especially then though yeah I was absolutely terrified um and nothing prepares you for that the the drama school audition vibe is just terrifying yeah it is terrifying and like you look at everyone around you like oh all these people are going to be better than me and there we're all kind of not competing, but competing yeah, for the spots in yeah. the in the schools. Um, so yeah, it was super stressful. Did but you audition for many? Or I auditioned for quite a few. Yeah, um, I didn't go to my last three because I'd got into Trinity, which yeah. is I decided that that's where I wanted to go because yeah, the audition was the best audition experience that I had. Because yeah. so many of the auditions, I was like, I hated that, <laughs> and they were really overwhelming and like intense slightly catty and I just was like I don't like this and I went to Trinity and they were so friendly and I was like oh okay so so everyone can be a bit calmer and a bit less stressful which was really nice um so I decided that and they offered me a place and so I had three more to go but I was like I'm not going to go because this is where I want to be going to so that was good yeah that's good Nice. No, I um, I felt the same with it all, and this I'm not gonna I won't name and shame drama schools. So <laughs> I've, I've went to a few which were you can. It's <laughs> really like um, that, like say catty, and really mm. there was people saying, oh, I was I was in the Lion King when I was a child, and all this. And I, was I know, like, oh, and I'm like, I'm like I just I just come from Coventry. I just did my school shows. Yeah. It's nothing that big. And and it felt really sort of yeah really I felt really out of place Mm. but then um, Italian Conti I didn't feel like that at all yeah completely different that's why I ended up going there and I didn't get in anywhere else but I did get into Conti and I was so glad of it yeah positive experience that's really good so that's good Um, so then obviously you went to Trinity for three was it three years yes it was three three years Um, and then 
how does finds Trinity? Did you have a nice time? Yeah, it was really yeah. fun. Um, actually, one of my favourite things was in third year we got to kind of devise our own kind of theatre show yeah. thing, which a lot of musical theatre courses don't do because they're yeah. very much like you've got to follow these instructions and you've got to be the best dancer and singer and whatever and they don't leave that much room for being a creative and being yeah. creative, which is honestly what I like the most about this industry. Yeah. So I absolutely loved that because I got to write songs for... We did a version of uh, the book Midlight Library oh, by yeah. Matt Haig. Yeah. We made that, that. We basically made that into a mini musical Aww. and I got to write a few songs for it. And I just absolutely loved it and I was like, this is what I want to do. It yeah. was so fun. Um, and just a really positive experience. Um, I did get tonsillitis halfway through though, so that was not so great. Not ideal. <laughs> um, not, not quite what we're after, but, but yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, we did a few different shows there. Had a really fun time. Nice. Yeah. That's good. So then from graduating from Trinity and then mm-hmm. becoming the grafting actor, yes. what are your current... Obviously, we're still very much at the start of our... Yes. careers but what are your current kind of career highs and lows if you like I think first the first few I want to say months after graduating it was terrifying yeah. um, and nobody prepares you for that I don't think they're like oh you'll love it you'll be in auditions I didn't have any auditions no. I, I had no agent it was super scary and I was terrified um, and you have to also figure out how to be an adult in the world because as much as when you're a student you are an adult, you get money sent to you yeah. <laughs> by the government. Free money. You get well, free, free money, money but, but yeah, yeah, not quite free. But, but it's, So you have to figure out how to kind of pay rent and yeah. how to function and as a normal... And normal all of that yeah. business. And I'm not good at admin at all. <laughs> it's my worst thing. <laughs> I'm actually... Every, why do you think I'm in the arts? Yeah. Because I'm not made for that. Do your own taxes, all of that. I know, it's awful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that was probably the hardest thing, is kind of that jump from going from uni to then be like, oh, this is real life. I have to pay everything. And there's no government sending me any pennies to keep me going. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and just also trying to kind of make your own work because this industry is so limited and so difficult to get anything that you kind of want to get or that's even available. Um, So kind of making your own work and not feeling disheartened when you don't get the auditions. I think that was probably the hardest bit. And then... In terms of highs, recently I did, which you know because you came, I did a little singing evening. Uh, it was a scratch night with 13 months theatre. Um, everyone else was doing a lot of like monologues and someone did stand up, but I sang some of my songs yeah. that I've written and I absolutely loved it. It was really scary, but um, yeah, I've never felt so positive about kind of doing my own work. Yeah. Um, and yeah, everyone was really lovely and said really nice things, which really boosted my ego. So that was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's probably one of the top moments for me. And yeah, it's really encouraged me that what I'm doing is good and that yeah. I should keep going. That's good. Which helps because I'm very good at losing focus. No, that, that's amazing. And those little nights are so helpful to sort yeah. of build your platform and get some exposure. And it was just so lovely to 
watch it before, it was so nice. It was so your song, nice. And your songs were so lovely. Stop it, um, you're too nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a really nice, those theatre companies like that are so mm. important. To yeah. People's platforms yeah. And well, and some of the stuff I saw was just insanely insane. good. Yeah. It was. There were just some like beautiful monologues. That I was like, oh my word, this needs to be somewhere. More yeah. people need to see this. And so it's really nice when you have places that give you the opportunity to kind of do that. Yeah. And everyone's creating their own work because Absolutely, this yeah. industry is chaos. It is chaos. Um, <laughs> that is a good word for it. Chaos. So yeah, it's really positive. Yeah. Really positive. Yeah. So, um, being out of drama school for a few years now and then mm-hmm. sort of doing your own work and things, have you got any um, advice for people that are looking to get into the industry or mm-hmm. are at drama school or are in the industry and you've just mm. learned some okay. lots of wisdom, that kind of thing? Okay, um, I think don't try and be anything you're not um, because... I know I said earlier that I was a dancer. I'm not really. I did lots of dance classes when I was younger, and I was what, quite what flexible. I started, yeah, quite young. I used to do like little ballet classes when I was quite small, um, but it's not something that comes especially naturally to me. I just had a nice time. Um, I have learned that I'm more of an actor singer, and that is honestly what I enjoy more. And so I just think, don't try and force yourself into any of these little boxes, because there's loads of them. And teachers like to do it as well. They're like, this is your little category. Stay in it. Just don't worry about it. Do what you find most enjoyable. Do what you feel comfortable in. I know everyone says go out of your comfort zone, which you should, but also be comfortable in what you know and what you're good at. Um, Because that's really important. And it helps you to decide what kind of work you'd like to do in the yeah. future. And the other thing is to definitely make your own stuff because it's actually, there's it's nothing better because it's your own stuff and yeah. you have complete autonomy over it. Yeah. I think that's one of the things I struggled a little bit with in drama school is not really having that much creative input. Yeah in shows because obviously as an actor it's not always your place sometimes it is um, but in musical theatre I think it's more limiting than in straight acting, straight acting yeah. um, and I like to play and yeah. kind of yeah improvise a bit make it a bit more interesting I like to have some creative sway in it and the best way to do that is to make your own work because yeah. then it's yours and it's exciting and new yeah. and well, no one else can do it because it's yours. Yeah, and you've written something <laughs> which means something to you. Exactly. And that you're really passionate about. Yeah. And then that shows when you're performing it. It completely shows. Yeah. Um, Pretty much. Which is brilliant. No, I completely agree. And yeah. also, yeah, you write about sort of drum scores. And even sometimes agents can kind of try and put you in a box mm. a little bit. Yeah. And like, I've had moments with... Um, my agent, who I, I do love, and most of the time she's amazing. There's points where I just have to go. Oh, I'm I, not sure about that. I'm not that. sure about that. I, and I'm a lot more comfortable at saying no to things now, which yeah. just aren't for me. Yeah. Um, and that's really good and really positive because a lot of people in this industry are not good at saying no to things. Yeah. 
And I still feel awkward doing it, <laughs> but I'll, I will say it. Yeah. Like, I, I go, oh, I'm really sorry, but that's not the kind of thing I want to see myself in. Yeah. And half the time, like, you're working, you're, I love this term, I've said this term a lot on this podcast, but muggle job. Yeah. You're working your muggle job. We love our muggle job. We love our muggle jobs. <laughs> um, but you're, like, you're working your muggle job, and you have, if an audition comes up, mm. you've got to take the time off work, you've yeah. got to get a shift covered, and you've got all this prep to do and all that and if it's something yeah. that you're not excited about then you're gonna have no motivation no, to do it you have no motivation to do it so you want it to be a job which you go i would love to be doing this job and yeah and you'd you have pleasure in doing that work yeah for it. exactly and um, doing the extra work because at the end of the day you will sacrifice things like well at the minute for me it's sleep <laughs> um yeah you have you have to sacrifice little things you shouldn't sacrifice sleep, by the way. No, you but shouldn't. that is what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, you'll have to sacrifice little things like, oh, I might not be able to go to this thing because I'm going to have to record this tape. Yeah. So it has to be something you love because otherwise you'll resent it. Yeah. Because you'll be like, well, this is taking up all of my time. Yeah. So I think it's really important that it's like, well, actually, this is a job that I know will make my life better. Yeah, absolutely. What do you sort of in the future? What sort of things are you hoping to get into? Like more kind of acting music type things or straight acting roles? Um, currently, my guitar playing is not anywhere near good enough to be an acting music. I would like to get some lessons and kind of brush up a little bit. Um, but I love the kind of musicals that are kind of storytelling, yeah. acoustic vibes. I just watched. I don't know if you saw it, Benjamin Button. No, I've missed it. Oh my goodness, it was beautiful. It was so good. It was at the Suffolk Playhouse. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was just beautiful. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was the kind of acoustic, a lot of kind of sea shanty style stuff, Ooh, close nice. harmonies. Interesting. Um, and yeah, it was just gorgeous and gorgeous storytelling. And yeah. that's kind of what I like best and would like to be in the yeah. most. Um, as well as kind of focusing on doing my own songs and I would like to get them produced at some stage so then I can, yeah. Release them. And, release them yeah. and they can be fun and exciting. That's good. Yeah. But yeah. I saw a musical similar to that um, last year. Mm -hmm. Also at the Southern Playhouse actually. Oh. And it was a one man show called The Lion and it's a guy called um, a guy called Benjamin Shearer had wrote it mm -hmm. um, and but he it's it's been around so it wasn't him playing it it was someone mm -hmm. else playing the role of Ben um, and it was just one man a few guitars and it was one of the best things I've ever seen oh yeah I, I still, love it uh, today I was listening to the soundtrack in the show mm. like it's one of those things yeah. that I just love and it's such a comfort and I laughed and I cried mm -hmm. and it was so it was just about this one guy's story his relationship with his parents and his brothers and all of this and it just just broke me I was like yeah I've been one of three boys mm. I was just like Ugh. yeah but it's one of the most gorgeous things I think when they kind of strip it back a bit more yeah um because I watched Indecent at the chocolate uh, the many a chocolate factory and oh my goodness I actually was speechless at the end. Yeah. I didn't know what to do with myself. But the kind of set design and the acting paired with the musicianship was just insane. And 
I literally just sobbed at the end because I was like, this is just, this is everything that I want it yeah. to be. Um, and of course, it's, it was a very moving story as well, yeah. which I don't know if you know no, the story. No. So it's about um, this Jewish man who writes a play about two women falling in love, and it's right. kind of set in World War Two. Yeah. But it was just, it was just magical. And they had this scene at the end of the play where it's, they talk about the rain scene through the whole show. Yeah. They're like, because it's a play within a play. Yeah. They talk about, oh, the rain scene this, the rain scene that. And there's like a lot of talk about it. And then they have the rain scene at the oh, end. Nice. And they had like actual rain on stage. And I was just blown away. It was <laughs> insanely good. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, if I could choose what I would be in, that's the kind that. Of stuff. Yeah. Nice. That's brilliant. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, so. I think we're on the final question now. Um, so my final question is the name of this podcast really. What does theatre mean to you, Poppy? What does it could you can interpret that question in any way that you see fit? Um that is a good question. It's a it's a deep one. It's so, quite deep. So feel free to <laughs> take some time. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Um I think for me it's about exploring creativity, having life and play, um, experiencing things with your other actors and kind of being open to creating new stories and exciting things. Um, I think it's really important that we have good theatre, especially accessible for young people. 100%. Because... I think that it inspires people. I think when I was younger and I watched theatre, I was like, I just was taken aback. I thought it was absolutely magical. Yeah. Um, and even if people are not wanting to go into the industry, it's still something that is a part of their lives yeah. when accessible. Um, and I think making it accessible is super important. Um, so I think, yeah, I think for me, it's a big creative outlet. Yeah. Um, we're in a world where it's kind of run by the grind, yeah, which sadly. sadly, which is not my vibe at all. No. I would not like to be doing that. No. <laughs> so I think theatre for me is a creative outlet, something that I can put all of my energy into, and. It just makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to do any of this logical admin stuff that I'm not... My brain is just not that way inclined. Yeah. It just isn't. <laughs> it's not something that is easy. Um, not that theatre is something that's easy, but it's something that's natural. And it's something yeah. that I feel that is important, not just for actors, but for other creatives, for young people to kind of experience and it helps you to be in your body yeah. It, yeah I just and I think like you say I think no matter how whether you want to do it as a job or not mm. I think it's so important to keep arts a very big thing in schools and stuff because it's yeah. so you have so many transferable skills from drama and yeah. gaining confidence and um, like I say being in your own body mm. and um, 
sort of well-being and all sorts of different things that it you, makes such a big difference it makes such a big difference so having a little bit of that kind of mm. training no matter what jo- job you go into is having those transferable skills is so important and yeah um if the government contrary to a popular opinion yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but i completely agree and also making shows accessible for winger mm. audiences are, is so important but if i am in a show and there's one ever and a kid at the end of it comes to stage door and goes you were amazing blah blah that's my life mate. that's, that's me it. mate one, one person yeah if i go oh i'd want a, a kid goes i want to be an actor when i grow up now that's it that's what that's yeah. my job that's done. it i'm done yeah Happy days. Happy days. That's <laughs> it. I'll retire happy. Thanks. Yeah. Um, no, I completely agree. Um, I think that is everything. Yeah. So thank you so much for being That's on That's all podcast, right. Bobby. It's been lovely. Um, yeah, no worries. I will stop the record and we will probably carry, carry on chatting and stuff. Great. But yeah, thank you so much. No worries. Thank you for having me. Anytime. <laughs> And that was episode eight. Thank you so much, Poppy, for being on the podcast. It was so nice chatting to you about all things theatre. Since we recorded this podcast, Poppy has booked her professional debut and she is going to be in Dick Whittington at the Exeter Northcott Theatre between the 30th of November and the 7th of January as Socks the Cat. So congratulations, Poppy, on your professional debut. I can't wait to hopefully come and see it if I can make it. So, yeah. This is the last episode of the series, if you like. I'm going to take a little break to record some more episodes for you, get the best content I can for you. Hopefully, we'll start releasing before the end of the year, the next series. So, yeah, that is everything. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, Be sure to spread the word and tell all your friends. Thank you so much to Acast for hosting it. This has been a Dugan production. To keep up to date with what's coming next and when Series 2 might be released, be sure to follow at Dugan Productions on Instagram. I'm also hoping to have another announcement in the next month or so about future projects. So that will be announced on there also, so check it out if you can. And yeah, thank you again for listening and we'll be back for Series 2, hopefully not too far in the future. Take care.